Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Modesto si obia. On happiness. The department is not a because it's not a business. It's not black or white it could be black and white you want to ask why why not you want to have a say so you take the microphone if he nanado had not come and make our road for us he shouldn't come here for campaign at all there are always issues find those that matter to you on the all-new am show with me bernice abubedulansa it's worth waking up for Thanks for joining us on the polls on the Joy News channel. It is not enough to plant trees, tackle illegal mining and deforestation. The caution from Germany's ambassador to the Republic of Ghana, Daniel Krull, as Ghana faces a possible sanction in the European market owing to heightened levels of illegal mining.
on, on the deforestation, which we need to stop. I mean, it's not enough to plant trees. We, and I hope this government will live up to, to, to its own, uh, own aims in this regard. Meanwhile, a former chairperson of the Inter-Ministerial Committee against Illegal Mining, Professor Frimpong Boateng, says, aside the looming danger of a sanction, the country continues to suffer because of activities of illegal mining. When we destroy our water bodies, we destroy the forest, we are no longer able to use the water. We are losing our biodiversity. People will be getting sick from pollution. Those things alone will be enough sanctions on us. And a lot of activities happening today. A Speaker of uh, Parliament is rallying Ghanaians to support the Green Ghana project, warning that the environment is in danger and all must do and play their part to save the country. A critical role in combating climate as they sequester carbon and contribute to the reduction of greenhouse gas emissions. And as we celebrate Green Ghana Day today, we have more on the stories for you, plus a warning from the minority in Parliament cautioning that the project of Green Ghana should not be an avenue to steal money from the state coffers. Initiatives such as this, good as they are intended, do not fall victim of corruption or do not become a victim of uh, corruption. It does not become an establishment that is used to siphon money from the taxpayer. Well, that Anticipated Joy News hotline documentary titled A Nation that begs we check the polls of Ghana's age old debt crisis. More coming your way, I'm Blessed Sugan. This is the polls. Thanks for choosing Joy News. We are independent, fearless, and credible. Stay with us. Welcome back. It is not enough to plant trees, tackle illegal mining, deforestation, and mark up forest belts in every city across the country. Well, that's uh, the advice from the German ambassador, Daniel Krull, uh, to the government of Ghana as the country marks the Green Ghana nationwide tree planting exercise today. Uh, Ghana is seeking to reverse a possible sanction flowing from the new European Union law on deforestation, which will make it impossible for cocoa, to be sold in the European market unless the supplier certifies that the produce does not come from a deforested land. However, given Ghana's heightened levels of illegal mining activities, there are fears that the country uh, and the main cash crop that we have, cocoa, may be heavily impacted. Speaking of a, after a tree planting exercise at the German Embassy Gardens earlier today, Daniel Crow, the ambassador, says illegal mining should not be allowed to prevail in the country as he is asking the government of Ghana to leave up to expectation in tackling the menace. Uh, Ghana Green Day, a very important initiative with regard to forestry. Um, we are happy here to welcome you at the German Embassy in Accra. We decided to follow the call of the President, who encouraged all missions present here in, in this beautiful country of Ghana uh, to join him and to the country and planting a tree on Ghana Green Day 2023. So we, we are very happy here to 
um, to join this uh, very important initiative. It's important in the context of uh, climate change, which is affecting Africa and all continents around the world, and um, it is becoming a, a, a bigger challenge every day. We all know that Africa contributed uh, rather little to this uh, uh, very um, tremendous uh, phenomenon, uh, but at the same time the, the impact of climate change is very heavy. But there are also ways um, we here in, in uh, living, living on the African continent can contribute to, to, to fight the climate change and uh, planting tree is uh, one small step and uh, we, we need all, all, all steps uh, possible. Of course, there's planting trees and there's also deforestation. We also need to join forces in, in fighting um, deforestation in the country and uh, to preserve the natural reserves of uh, any country. In this context, I'm very happy um, that uh, a very eminent person of this country um, accepted my invitation to join me here today. And I'm very happy that uh, Professor Frimpambo Teng, uh, a known fighter for uh, en environmental protection in this country, is joining me here today. And there's another reason I'm very happy uh, that uh, Professor Frimpambo Teng is here with us today. And that is because I believe strongly that uh, um, he is a very, very important role model for all young Ghanaians. Um, the other day I was uh, at Kumasi at KUST University, and I was asked, you know, what, who, who can you think of when you, when you um, um, would like to suggest a, a role model for Ghanaians? And um, I think Professor Frampambo Teng is certainly uh, one of them. And... Um, the reason why I do think that is because um, um, all his achievements in his uh, lifetime were uh, merit-based and based on his um, own uh, competences and uh, willingness. So it's about being ambitious and work hard to make your ambitions, ambitions come true and reality. And I, with this, I would like to encourage all Ghanaians uh, to follow that example. And uh, there's another reason, and that is the fact that uh, uh, Professor Frempambo Cheng, after uh, studying and working, researching in Germany, um, decided to come back to Ghana and to serve his country. And um, that is such an important element to, to what we call the, the brain circulation. Now, these days, we are living in a global world, and it's about um, circulating the brains all, all around the globe, and um, this can be very, very beneficial uh, to Ghana. So, um, I again would like to invite all, all young, ambitious Ghanaians to follow this example and, and reach out and uh, aim high. Um, yeah, the, I mean, the, the, the challenges of climate change are putting a lot of pressure on all countries, on all people, on all governments around the world. And I'm not hiding the fact that uh, even though Germany has very ambitious uh, objectives and aims, um, we are by no means the ones who are always uh, uh, um, reaching at the, at the objectives we have set ourselves. So I think it is important to, to set uh, ambitious uh, aims and objectives. Uh, but that also uh, might uh, include the possibility of failure. But at least we have to try hard. Time is running 
short for all of us on this uh, beautiful planet. Um, so, um, as I said, we have uh, uh, challenges in Europe. Um, Europe has been one of the major contributors to the uh, emissions, um, of course, with others. Um, so we have to, to of course, uh, uh, take the, the largest burden. Um, so in, in, in this context, um, there are, of course, also very challenges, uh, very many challenges in Ghana. Um, we are... Uh, we are offering our support in, in the framework of our development cooperation and um, we hope that Ghana will live up to, to, to its own objectives. Um, uh, you mentioned the EU regulations on, uh, on, uh, uh, on forestry and deforestation. Um, that is, uh, that's what I heard is, uh, is, um, is uh, being discussed a lot in the cocoa sector. And I understand there, is, uh, the, there are some areas um, that might be affected and might to have uh, to, to, to find an, an answer to that. But, I mean, that's, that's the, the idea of the re, um, this uh, regulation to try to have an impact on, 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 uh, on, on the deforestation, which we need to stop. I mean, it's not enough to plant trees. We need both. We need planting trees, uh, um, the, uh, identifying areas for forestry, uh, not only um, uh, on the countryside, but also in the urban areas, uh, very, very important for recreational um, areas, as uh, mentioned by, by Prof earlier. And uh, so we need these designated areas for, for forestation, and we need this uh, uh, action against deforestation. And um, I hope this government will live up to, to, to its own uh, own aims in this regard. You, you, you said it is illegal mining, so if it's illegal then it, it shouldn't take place. So uh, in, a, in a country uh, that is based on rule like Ghana, then illegal activities should be, uh, should be, should be stopped. Well, so as to mark the Green Ghana Day, the German government has decided to honor former chair uh, of the Interministerial Committee Against Illegal Mining, Professor Frank Pomboating, for his uh, dedication to tackling climate change. The former government appointee who uh, today joined the Germans uh, for a ceremonial tree planting exercise uh, at the ambassador's residence added his voice to the need for an end to the issues of deforestation and the menace of illegal mining. As you know, I'm very fascinated about the environmental situation in Germany. And when you invited me, I reminded you about the things that I learned or saw. In every German city, you find a belt of forest linking various suburbs of the city. For example, in Germany, you could walk from, say, Adabraka, to the central business district across to Osu or somewhere, all true forests that have been laid in every city. So everywhere is cool and it's very commendable. You find young and old cycling, jogging, and at times walking off into some restaurants that are established in these forest areas. And so this is something that I wish that we could do in Ghana, planting trees, maintaining our forests, and then leaving gardens 
in our towns and our cities so that people could go there for recreation and for health reasons. Sometimes in Ghana, if a forest or a green area is left, they say, oh, why are you wasting the land? We should go and burn there. No, it's not a waste. Because I always say that the trees are our pharmacy. Oh, the plants give us the drugs that we use. 25% of all drugs we use in the hospitals are plant-based, are from plants. At the same time, the trees give us the oxygen we breathe, and then they take, out, take the carbon dioxide that we breathe out. So in a way, the trees are our lungs. And again, most of the food that we eat are from plants and trees. So the trees are our supermarket. So anytime we are planting a tree, we know we are establishing a supermarket, a pharmacy, or our lungs. A question, whether Ghana is going to be sanctioned uh, by the international community for our failure to meet the targets. I'm not afraid of sanctions from uh, our partners. But the difficulties that we are going to have ourselves, when we destroy our water bodies, we destroy the forest, we are no longer able to use the water we are losing our biodiversity. People will be getting sick from pollution. Those things alone will be enough sanctions on us. And these are the things that we have to stop so that we don't sanction ourselves with sanctions that will find it very difficult to meet, uh, to, to, uh, to meet and, and solve. So uh, let's not be afraid of sanctions from human beings, but the sanctions that we impose on ourselves because of the wrong things that we do. So thank you very much for that question. Very appropriate. And of course, as we mark the Green Ghana Day, when the Senate person is making uh, a statement, giving an assurance that his government will tackle the uh, challenge at hand. But I, I want to bring in now Environmental Conservation Group, uh, the group called the Eco-Conscious Citizens, who are boycotting the Green Ghana Day today for reasons uh, the group um, points to as uh, government's uh, lack of commitment towards ensuring uh, that we keep up uh, the support for our forest reserves across the country. I will ask her, thank you for joining us. Uh, she's the coordinator for the group. Um, you've uh, been monitoring government's attempt to plant, uh, I guess it's 5 million trees um, today, uh, just to show up the numbers that were uh, added a couple of, um, uh, I mean, years back. Looking at what's happening today, are you certain that, first of all, government will, will meet the target of uh, planting some 5 million more trees? Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Our focus today is looking at what we really want to achieve. We have existing forests. Uh, thank you very much for uh, bringing in uh, Professor uh, um, Frimpong Barton, yes. the German ambassador. We've got it all. We have our existing trees. We know there's deforestation. So the idea is to increase the number of trees. If we're really serious in doing that, why would we ha have the um, EI, which declassifies parts of Achimota Forest, and also a very perverse legislation, which could make it possible to mine in even globally significant biodiversity areas. So long as these laws that are contributing to deforestation are not revoked, the whole exercise of planting trees is like uh, 
just the playing to the gallery. There's no serious commitment about it. And we will not be part of anything right. that, frankly, is a waste of our time. Uh, we'll talk about the reason why you're boycotting the Green Ghana Day today. Uh, but initially, I was talking about 5 million trees that government intends to plant. Actually, uh, it's much more higher than that number. 10 million trees, we understand. Uh, the success rate last year, according to the Deputy Minister, uh, is the fact that 70% of the seedlings, uh, I mean, made it. So uh, you were pointing out the other time that the seedlings, some of them did not make it. Uh, goats were munching on, on some of these seedlings. But government is very certain uh, that 70% of them uh, succeeded. Hence, they need to show up the numbers to 10 million this time round. It's good news, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sure what information they have. All I can point out is to what I um, saw and what was reported to me. For example, the trees that were not fenced and that, yes, go to a munching on. It was a report we received. And I personally went to a local assembly and I saw some trees that had withered. So I'm not saying that I have all the information, but if this is what government tells us, so be it. I see. Um, Professor Frimpong Boateng joining the German um, ambassador to make a, a, that clarion call for us to have forest belts. Uh, I mean, you are the, the experts in this field. What's the advantage to this of having a green belt in every city? Because, for instance, Professor Boateng was talking about the fact that that's what you find in Germany, uh, and he wants us to implement that as well. What, what's the significance, by the way? Well, I mean... <laughs> I think he said it all. We know the importance of green belts. We've talked about our lungs. We've talked about pure air for us to breathe. We also know that, um, you know, trees also help with, with um, what should I say, with floods. Mm -hmm. And then we also talked about the, the pharmacy that um, they provide because of the trees, the baths, they could be used for so many different um, health products. But the, at the heart of the matter is that what he's saying happens in Germany, it happens in um, civilized countries, even in Ghana. You're supposed to have a park at every settlement. You should have one at Cantonment, one at Nima, one at Laboni. If you look at the original plans of Ghana, that's what we had. But over the years, we've just built on all our parks. And in fact, had it not been for our intervention, you would not have parks and gardens. The Ministry of Local Government had wanted to build a multi-story office building on parks and gardens land. And thankfully, eco-conscious citizens and partners and public-spirited Ghanaians were able to put an end to this, since parks and gardens are still there. So there again, we look at commitments, which does not seem to be there. I see. Uh, but then that's why government is showing up the numbers, by planting more trees on Green Ghana Day. And yet you find eco-conscious uh, groups such as yours not participating in, in the exercise. It's not patriotic, is it? Well, I think it's not patriotic to engage in exercises which are, which are not um, backed by any commitment. What would we say is that we believe in planting trees. We can plant trees every day. And we've always said that Green Ghana is an excellent initiative. All we are saying is that it's something that should be all year round, the commitment. On a particular day or days, you can plant trees, and that's a laudable um, thing to do. But it must be followed by commitment. Because as I keep on saying, you can't with one hand be showing the public face of planting trees. And then with the other hand, perverse laws are passed, which are destroying our forest reserves and making it possible to mine in forest reserves. How committed are you? So in fact, it's actually unpatriotic to engage in activities that give the wrong impression that you're interested in um, 
climate change, you're interested in planting trees. When in, on the other hand, you are supervising the destruction of our forest reserves. Uh, and the president, yeah, but the president is making a statement on that. He's assuring that and he'll tackle illegal mining head on. Not the first time he's well, making the promise, though. Well, you see, let's, let's, be very, uh, let's, let's be very frank here. If you want to tackle, you see, it's not just illegal mining. Some of it is not even illegal. It's what I would call um, environmental terrorism. It's taking place and it's destroying our landscape. But the government itself, through its actions, I can say it's also involved. If you're the government that is supervising the um, declassification of Achimota Forest Reserve, you have a government that has passed LI, um, let me get it straight for you, LI 2462, which is making it possible to mine in our forest reserves, which is even saying that in Section 3.2 that you can mine in a globally significant biodiversity area if the government, the, uh, the, the president, gives approval in writing and believes it's in the national interest. How can this be? So I'm saying that the planting of trees is not something that appears to be backed by any commitment. It's something we're just going through on a particular day, and then it's business as usual. Let's go on destroying our forest reserves. We cannot accept this. And this is why we are saying that we are still planting trees. We don't have to wait for 9 June to plant trees. But we are saying that if the government is serious, then the LI-2462 should be rescinded. It's a perverse law, and it's going to destroy our forest reserves. And even at the international level, uh, we're not making progress in contributing to the UN SDGs, uh, which is just seven years away from uh, meeting the uh, agenda. But beyond that as well, there's also, on the other hand, the issue about making our main cash crop, cocoa, uh, to enter the EU markets. The new law on deforestation um, will, will make it tough for us, isn't it? So the fact that we have heightened levels of illegal mining. Uh, do you feel that we can surmount these challenges? Well, if we begin a, a serious fight, of course we can. If we begin a serious fight yesterday, of course we can. The challenge is that I'm not quite sure there's any fights going on. I'm not sure there's any fight going on. We saw what happened with um, Akonta mining. The directors are still walking free. It's rather Professor Frimpon in the irony of it all, who was arrested and thankfully bailed. The, the person who has shown us what is going on is rather the person who has been. And, and, sorry, for cutting in, and sorry for cutting in on that point, but I mean, you're not the only one making the point. Uh, the German ambassador also pointing out that, quote, Professor Boateng should be a role model uh, when it comes to the fight against illegal mining. Are you not, and by extension, I'm talking about you, the German ambassador, those in CSO, are you not jumping to the defense of someone who should be open to investigation? We're not jumping to anybody's defense. I mean, what he's done in the past, um, I think he's a role model, even setting up the cardiothoracic center. He could have stayed in Germany or he could just have come and built apartment blocks. But he thought of the nation and he built a cardiothoracic center. I cannot speak for anything else, but I can say that for me, he's a role model. By all means, the government should conduct it, or whoever is conducting the investigation should carry on. But I'm saying that it's very, very strange that all this time, the documentary that uh, Joy News did, and I always get the title wrong, but I believe <laughs> Distraction it's, it's for gold. <laughs> Distraction for gold. Yes. Have there been any arrests? And so let's ask ourselves why a good professor was arrested. But by all means, conduct your investigations, and uh, the truth has a way of coming out in the long run. Okay. Uh, and so the future of Green Ghana, we scrap well, it or we review? 
Well, we said that Green Ghana itself is a brilliant initiative. But what we are saying is that let's be honest. Let's be transparent. Let's rescind LI2462, which is making it possible to mine in our forest reserves. If you are green in Ghana, and you and let's also let's be clear, our forest reserves have forests that have been there before you and I were born, before our parents were born, have been there for decades. What we plan to treat today, how long is it going to take to reach maturity? So let's be serious. We are supposed to be adding to our trees, not destroying the existing forest reserves we have. And believe you me, if we don't rescind this law, we'll have a more serious situation than we have now. When we see the forest being devastated, it may not just be the um, so-called illegal miners. It may be people who actually have licenses. Information reaching us is that quite a number of um, organizations have licenses to mine in forest reserves as we speak. So when you are busy planting trees, it's like a gimmick. I'm sorry to use that word, but it's like a gimmick. There doesn't appear to be any commitment. And let me be very, very clear. When we look at mining, it's a false accounting when we say that we're making $1.2 billion. Because if we put that vis-a-vis the health um, impacts that we are having, kidney disease, birth defects, deaths, and so on and so forth, we look at the pharmacies we are destroying, we look at the forest which is supposed to purify our air, the lungs we are removing, what benefit is it at all, apart from the few individuals who might be benefiting? But as a nation, the cocoa farmers whose farms are being destroyed for um, when mining licenses are being given, what benefit is it to them? So what I'm saying is that we have to rethink of the forest as an asset, not just as a place where you can get timber or minerals. It's an asset. Just a carbon sink can bring in money. Tourism, coming to see the beautiful forest. It's a health um, um, environment where you sit in the forest and meditate. And those of us who claim to be Christians, ask yourselves why God puts us in the Garden of Eden and not in, in, in the Garden of Concrete. Because he knows the benefits to our well-being of our forests and green places. Okay. I will ask Sarah as coordinator of the Eco-Conscious Citizens. Thank you for your time. Uh, we're still on Green Ghana because the Environmental Conservation Organization, Arocha Ghana, is also pushing for government to revoke the Environmental Protection Regulation 2023 LI2462, which enables the president to allow mining in globally significant biodiversity areas. Deputy National Director of Arocha Ghana, uh, Daryl Bosso, says the new LI doesn't specify the exact percentage of land that can be leased to small-scale miners, uh, a gap which they feel is problematic as we speak we have environmental protection mining and forest reserves there is no limitations now this one is all forest reserves while the 2018 so the ally in mining and production forest reserves was updated somehow in 2018 and while the 2018 ally or guideline that preceded the airline allowed a maximum of 2% of all production areas of forest reserves to be mined. The new regulation has no such restriction. So the previous guideline on environmental guidelines in, in, in production forest reserves only allowed for 2% of all existing production forest reserves to be mined. The current airline that has been passed, 2462, has no restrictions as to the size of, a, of an area of a forest that can be mined. Consequently, after the airline was passed, 
mining permits covering large portions of forest reserves have been granted, including Enkrabia Forest Reserve, Boyne Tunnel Forest Reserve, Anriasu East and Tunnel Anria Forest Reserves. Now, the 2018 environmental guidelines excluded globally significant biodiversity areas, what we call GSBAs, such as Tunnel of Hin and Atua Forest, from any mining or exploration. Under the new LI, however, the president can actually approve mining in these uniquely critical areas if it is, as they say, is in the national interest. Well, meanwhile, the National Director of Youth Alliance uh, for Green Ghana, Kenneth Ejo, is calling on government to sanction persons engaging in illegal mining activities. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. He explained that Ghanaians uh, will not benefit from the Green Ghana Initiative if government fails to sanction persons destroying the environment. As we commemorate Green Ghana Day today and go out to plant 10 million trees, we ask, as the youth of this country, how will the good people of Ghana benefit from the Green Ghana project if we continue to destroy existing forests and green spaces? As the younger generation, in trust for whom our environment and resources are held by the president and our leaders, we demand immediate action from the government to put an end to this environmental catastrophe. One. We call on the government to enforce the laws, the many laws that have been enacted that regulate mining activities in the country and crack the whip on those who flout them, even such persons within the government. In demonstration of this government's real commitment to greening Ghana beyond the Green Ghana Day uh, project. The fight is on. I want to bring in director of uh, Arucha Ghana, Dao uh, Bosu, uh, who's uh, joining us uh, via Zoom now. Thank you, sir, for your time. Uh, the target is 10 million trees, and yet we're having that challenge of deforestation also going on. A couple of uh, minutes ago, we're just uh, playing that sound uh, from the German embassy uh, together with the uh, professor, Frank Pombwating, who was then chairing the Interministerial Committee Against Illegal Mining. It appears that there are still challenges when it comes to our fight. Uh, how worried are you as uh, groups in the eco-conscious space? Um, good, good afternoon, Blessed, and thank you for having me. I believe that um, I will have said a lot of things, and um, I think we all need to really reflect as a country where we want to go. As you have said, and also has been reiterated by Awula Sewa, the challenge is that we really do not see the government making this um, agenda one that it believes in by itself. Because if we really did, you will see the Green Ghana agenda reflected in 
every fiber of our being as a nation. <clears throat> it was started three years ago, and if you reflected in every fiber of our being as a nation, <clears throat> it was started three years ago, and if you uh, going as far back as the establishment of the organization of African unity, there's a very were given out to mining companies to have access for prospecting. And going in, we saw that they didn't do prospecting. They actually went to mine. Committed community groups are uh, uh, seeking to uh, challenge, uh, which has got to do with the uh, law that permits the president to mine in uh, areas deemed to be forest reserves. They are against that. So, Daryl, well, we lost you briefly. If you could just take that point for us again. Yes, I was going to say that last year in and around November, December, some of us were in um, Egypt um, attending COP27, all with a goal to try and show up um, international and national level action to preserve our forest reserves, to also take action on climate change. Again, in December, the EPA bosses and some members of government from formed a delegation that went to Montreal to also contribute to global biodiversity framework. What is sad is that while we were out there projecting ourselves for engaging in climate action biodiversity conservation, the same period our government had passed an act that was enabling government to take charge or to have access to forest reserves in this country, contrary to previously existing guidelines that actually gave significant protection to certain categories of forest reserves in this country. And that in itself tells you that the government has no intention to really ensure that Green Ghana becomes a mainstay in, in the fiber of our society. Yeah, but when you say so that, government, when you say that, anytime you make that anybody. point, Daryl, anytime you make that point, government challenges you to the effect that, well, we keep planting more trees. Uh, the last uh, uh, batch that was done, 70% of the trees survived. Now we're scaling up to 10 million trees. So why blame government then? Well, I, bless it. I think the best policy any country can have, and which has also been uh, backed by science, is that you do not destroy existing forests and tell us that you are planting new trees. I will not make the point. If you take into consideration how long it is going to take for these trees to grow, and we should also bear in mind that the kind of trees we are even planting is not more or less, I will say, replicating the kind of tree species we are destroying in the highly diverse forest ecosystems that we have in this country. There is no way you can compare forest that is lost to planted forest as we are doing now. So let us not get that confused with the fact that we can plant plantations, plant a few horticultural trees along a street, and think that we are planting forest. The two cannot be compared with, with each other ever. And that is where we are saying that the government is making a mistake if they can go on agenda to destroy forest reserve through active policies like extractive mining and laws like LI2462, when and then come out and say we are planting trees, 10 million trees or trees, you can do all of that. But if you destroy existing forest, the exercise is in futility. And that's one point that needs to be made clear. Government can always have their way by saying, oh, we, we have 70% survival rate and all of that. But the question is, how does that constitute a forest as we are now destroying? So that is a big question we all need to ask ourselves. There is no way we can replace our 
uh, eight, I was several years old forest reserves with trees that we are planting now. If even like, let's just go around and check uh, the height and also the constitution of these trees that have been planted. You know that it doesn't come close to a forest, or it doesn't come close, even a small patch of forest that we can say is going to turn into a forest. So this is the kind of distinction we need to have when we are talking about growing and protecting our forest reserves. Planting forests or planting, putting together plantations does not constitute planting or securing forests. The two are totally different. Well, well, I guess you're making this point with passion because you're environmentalists, you're uh, conservation groups, and so you believe that the environment has to be protected. But if you're confronted as a politician or as a leader uh, with the need to develop your nation as well, you know that you certainly cannot do that um, without your natural or mineral resources. Progressive protects more than just your home and car. You could save when you bundle your motorcycles, ATVs, boats, and RVs. Doesn't that sound good? Like the sound of your boat cruising along the intercoastal. And there's the sound of the prop hitting a really big rock. And now the sound of waves. Because the engine stopped. But you know what does sound good? You're covered with Progressive. So bundle all your vehicles and home in one place and save with the multi-policy discount. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Slowed down. Held back. Inhibited. What you get out depends on what you put in. Rejuvenate your engine's performance with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Because true performance knows no bounds. New and improved Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance-robbing deposits to rejuvenate your engine's performance. Continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. It's Ram season, which means it's time to serve with Ram 1500, Ram 3500, and Ram TRX. Hurry in now for great deals on the trucks that are built to serve. Right now, during Ram season, get 10% below MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Ram 1500 Laramie. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. Contact dealer for details. Take retail delivery by 531-23. Dr. Rick here. Another sign you're becoming your parents is getting particular about details that don't matter. The craziest thing happened when we got tacos the other day. Was it Wednesday or Thursday we got tacos? I know it wasn't Tuesday because that's when I went to my hairdresser. Shoot, what day was it? See how we all lost interest there? Progressive can't help you from becoming your parents, but we can help you compare rates on home insurance with HomeQuote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Contrary to previously existing guidelines, that actually gave significant protection to certain categories of forest reserves in this country. And that in itself tells you that the government has no intention to really ensure that Green Ghana becomes a mainstay in, in the fiber of our society. Yeah, but when you say so that, really government, when you say that, anytime you make that anybody. point, Daryl, anytime you make that point, government challenges you to the effect that, well, we keep planting more trees. Uh, the last uh, uh, batch that was done, 70% of the trees survived. Now we're scaling up to 10 million trees. So why blame government then? Well, I bless it. I think the best policy any country can have, and which has also been uh, backed by science, is that you do not destroy existing forests and tell us that you are planting new trees. I will not make the point. If you take into consideration how long it is going to take for these trees to grow, and we should also bear in mind that the kind of trees we are even planting 
is not more or less, I'll say, replicating a kind of tree species we are destroying in the highly diverse forest ecosystems that we have in this country. There is no way you can compare forest that is lost to planted forest as we are doing now. So let us not get that confused with the fact that we can plant plantations, plant a few horticultural trees along the streets, and think that we are planting forest. The two cannot be compared with, with each other ever. And that is where we are saying that the government is making a mistake if they can go on agenda to destroy forest reserves through active policies like extractive mining and laws like LI2462, when and then come out and say we are planting trees, 10 million trees or trees, you can do all of that. But if you destroy existing forests, the exercise is in futility. And that's one point that needs to be made clear. Government can always have their way by saying, oh, we, we have 70% survival rate and all of that. But the question is, how does that constitute a forest as we are now destroying? So that is a big question we all need to ask ourselves. There is no way we can replace our uh, eight, our several years old forest reserves with trees that we are planting now. If even like, let's just go around and check uh, the height and also the constitution of these trees that have been planted, you know that it doesn't come close to a forest, or it doesn't come close, even a small patch of forest that we can say is going to turn into a forest. So this is the kind of distinction we need to have when we are talking about growing and protecting our forest reserves. Planting forests or planting, putting together plantations does not constitute planting or securing forests. The two are totally different. Well, well, I guess you're making this point with passion because you're environmentalists, you're uh, conservation groups, and so you believe that the environment has to be protected. But if you're confronted as a politician or as a leader uh, with the need to develop your nation as well, you know that you certainly cannot do that um, without your natural or mineral resources. What's the alternative for government? If political decisions do not benefit the people in the long run, then it becomes parochial. And if political decisions do not benefit the people in the long run, then it becomes parochial. And document that we have outdoor today, they are areas of strength, and to project them, I said they should do so consciously and deliberately. The CIMG Regional Brand Index report is to aid in the marketing of the economic potential of all 16 regions of the country. All right, now players in Ghana's hurricane. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. We are making plans to capitalize uh, financially on the craze for dreadlocks. This has been observed as the new black hair movement in the beauty industry. The movement is anticipated to lead a decline in the... It goes way beyond four years or eight years of a political entity or political party that is governing at any point in time. And that is why for very civilized... That's what we have said. Line 2462 remains... A statute. What more are we likely to see uh, in opposition to this uh, very legislative piece that you've been fighting against? I think right now, CSOs are mobilizing ourselves. Actually, we've mobilized ourselves. 
We've made some inquiries at the various agencies um, invoking the RTI to know how this law came to pass, which institutions participated, what were the objections, what really constituted the spirit behind the, the, the airline as test, and we are going to use that to challenge that as far as we can, even if it means that acting, taking this case to court to make sure that the government does the right thing. If a law is not in the interest of the state or in the interest of the people, that law is bad law and must the citizen must take every step to revoke it or get it amended. And that is what we intend to do. Okay, we'll wait to see what then happens. Thanks for spending some time with us. To revoke it or get it amended. And that is what we intend to do. Okay, we'll wait to see what then happens. Thanks for spending some time with us. I was so BBI real African. It was all the chemical. Okay, don't forget that there's a lot happening in Parliament as we speak, uh, where the Speaker of the House, uh, Alban Kingsford Bagben, is warning that if immediate steps are not taken to reclaim lost parliamentary affairs, filter harmful particles and pollutants and ensure the well being of our citizens, especially those in urban areas where air pollution is very very high and i'm sure that you've seen on tv many times that the air in accra is among the highest in the world it's not the highest but among the highest they save the air pollution in accra it's so bad that we need to act and act quickly trees and forests save us Nature's guardians, regulating water flow, mitigating the risk of flooding, and preserving our precious water bodies. Trees also provide shelter and habitat for countless species, sustaining biodiversity, and preserving the delicate balance of our ecosystems. What is more, they have a critical role in combating climate change as they sequester carbon and contribute to the reduction of greenhouse gas emissions. The minority in parliament, however, says government must ensure that the Green Ghana project does not become an avenue to enrich a few. According to Deputy Ranking Member on the Lands and Forestry Committee, Alassan Suhini, such programs in the past have been used to siphon money from the state. Initiatives such as this, good as they are intended, do not fall victim of corruption or do not become a victim of uh, corruption. It does not become an establishment that is used to siphon money from the taxpayer. The speaker, and this is important because climate finance uh, has to be, uh, you know, optimized. Lands and Natural Resources Minister Samuel Abujinapo says no such corruption will happen under his watch. He also described the two previous editions of the Green Ghana Day as a huge success. The 2021 planting, we have 80% plus success rate. And the 2022, we have 70% plus success rate. In all, 10 million trees will be planted for this year's Green Ghana Day, which the President of the Republic, His Excellency Donato Dankwe Kufuado, is leading. Reporting for Joy News, Kiku Asante, Parliament House, Accra.
So let's get to it then, because President Kufuado says his uh, government remains committed to the protection of the environment and will continue to explore all avenues in ensuring that the Green Ghana project achieves its purpose. So the President, who was speaking at this year's Green Ghana Day tree planting exercise at the University of Ghana, has therefore called on every Ghanaian to plant a seedling as a contribution towards the 10 million per day targets by the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources. We're living in a time of unprecedented global environmental challenges that threaten our existence and the fate of our planet. The climate crisis is affecting our health, our livelihoods, our security, and our future, and is a major obstacle to sustainable development. In addition to this, Anthropogenic greenhouse gas emissions continue to be the major driver of this crisis. The Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, for example, reports that human activities have emitted some 2.4 trillion tons of carbon dioxide since the pre-industrial area. And half of that amount remains in the atmosphere till this very day. This means that we have already exceeded the safe level of carbon dioxide concentration that will limit global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. The target set by the Paris Agreement on Climate Change. United Nations Environmental Program, UNEP, also estimates that global greenhouse gas emissions need to fall by 7.6% annually between 2020 and 2030 to limit the warming of our atmosphere to 1.5 degrees Celsius. The consequences of this are already being felt across the globe. According to the World Meteorological Organization, the year 2020 was one of the three warmest years on record since we began measuring meaningfully temperature on our planet. And the World Bank projects that at this current rate, I encourage all students across the country to participate fully in this national exercise and contribute their share to the fight against climate change. Ladies and gentlemen, my government remains fully committed to protecting our environment and our people and contributing to global efforts to halt climate change. Government will therefore continue to explore all avenues to enhance our forest cover through our forestation and reforestation programs and protect our natural resources through community-based management and conservation initiatives. Today, your contribution is to step out, take a seedling, plant it, and make sure it grows. I encourage each and every one of you, my fellow Ghanaians, and indeed, all persons living in Ghana, young and old, men and women, 
urban and rural to join me on this historic day in this national tree planting exercise. We're planting for ourselves, our children, our country, and our planet. Together, let us go planting 10 million trees and nurture them to maturity. And this is a nationwide exercise. So let's uh, head to the Upper East Region, where the Upper East Regional Minister, Upper West Regional Minister, I should say, Dr. Hafiz Bin Sali, has uh, urged the youth to embrace uh, the environmental practices, uh, including planting of trees and nurturing them uh, in the country's collective efforts to combat the issue of climate change. A total of some 300,000 trees are expected to be planted in the region as part of the Green Ghana Day celebration. Upper East, uh, Upper West Regional correspondent Rafiq Salam reports. This year's commemoration of the Green Ghana West Regional correspondent Rafiq Salam reports. This year's commemoration of the Green Ghana considers a new debt restructuring offer that may affect pension funds. The finance ministry has expected to be planted countrywide. 300,000 of them are to be planted in the Upper West region. Leading the charge is the Upper West region minister, Dr. Ozo President Adef, or President Ikufu Adu, which he stated that will be of enormous benefit to the people of the region due to its proximity to the desert. Dr. Binsali commended some chiefs in the region for taking giant steps to protect the environment including the ban on the commercial production of charcoal in their respective communities. We wish to aid the good people of the Upper West region, particularly women and the youth, to embrace sound environmental practices, including passion to plant and nurture trees in our collective efforts to sustain the environment for the good of our generations and generations after us. Mention can be made of the recent announcement of the ban on the production of charcoal in commercial quantities by the paramount chief of the Polymer traditional area of the Sisala West District, Kuro Usman Nampa II, during the celebration of the 2023 edition of the Gangawi Festival. I highly commend him and all others for their bold initiative taken to protect our environment and assure him of the government's support to enforce the ban. Using the United Nations Convention report to combat this certification, Dr. Binsali revealed that one third of the country's land area is affected by desertification. In the case of the Upper West region, it is worse due to its proximity to the Sahara Desert. This poses a major threat to food and energy security. It is estimated in the same report that about 69% of the total land surface area is prone to severe soil erosion. Against this backdrop, the government of His Excellency Nana Adadonkoe Kufado took drastic and pragmatic measures, including the ban on illegal mining, popularly called Galaxy. Medical Director of the Upper West Region Hospital, Dr. Robert Amesia, commended the government for the initiative, disclosing that a greater number of the trees planted last year at the hospital had survived. We were blessed as a hospital to receive 950 trees planted to mark 
an occasion exactly like this one year ago. If you look around, many of the trees have survived. I can say with a lot of happiness that over 80% of the trees have survived. Even though the trees have not grown fully, they have added to the beauty of our edifice. Our manager of the Forestry Commission, Gwafed Koshiga, appealed to the participants not to turn their backs on the trees planted, but nurtured them to grow. Let us also be reminded that tree planting is an event. It is a process. So after today, let us continue to care for the trees we plant, ensuring that they are well nurtured and become well established. Reporting for the news, Rafik Salam. Wow. And back here in the studio, we are taking a break on the polls. We will return with some more stories. Please stay with us. Smile, hmm? Look lively, okay? Smile, smile! Is the money too small? A bad stomach ruins your day. Don't let it. Take Gastron, your most effective antacid, for the relief of symptoms of peptic ulcer, heartburn, gas pain, flatulence,